Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and today I'm talking to Nancy Wilson of Heart. Amazing. Hey, Nancy, how are you? I am good. How are you doing? I'm great. It's I'm really excited to talk to you. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, first, congratulations on your new album. And I just really can't believe that it's your first ever solo studio album. So. <laughs> I know. Neither can I, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think this felt like the right time for this to come out for you? <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, obviously, there's there's a shutdown in progress. And that kind of in a way forced my hand because I've been so wanting to do like a studio solo album for really a long time but people have been asking me for a really long time as well but but uh you know being like not on the road and you know not being late for everything and <laughs> hurry up and get stuck in traffic all the time kind of a life you know it's actually been kind of a blessing inside a very much larger curse but to be able to be um at home long enough to really kind of gather your you know creative strength back together um and having enough time to sit and watch the light change outside your window, you know, like, mm. wait, wait, I'm kind of, I'm somehow, how am I enjoying this so much? <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm not supposed to be enjoying this so much because I'm supposed to be going and doing and, you know, driving and, you know, like I say, getting stuck in traffic all day long. And, and so it was really a perfect moment to kind of reach back to a person the person I was in college in university for a year and a half actually before I caved in and joined the band because I knew I was always going to be joining the band but then <laughs> I wanted to sort of declare my independence and not just be the kid's sister the shadow of, of Anne so I, I did that intentionally went back to university just to kind of gather up some creative know-how, like creative writing and, you know, romantic tradition in European mm. literature and all kinds of stuff. So I, I gained a lot from that, which I knew I would be able to bring into the heart um, band mm -hmm. and bring poetry, bring creative writing, bring more you know, individual songs that I wrote myself to it. So I, I, guess, I guess it was an opportunity to touch base again with my college girl self to be, you know. And, and uh, I think I, I brought a lot more to heart when I put finally did join the band as I would have otherwise. Hmm. That's interesting. So you gave yourself like a space for deeper thinking and feeling maybe mm -hmm. um and and i think it comes out in in the music on this album because it does feel well it feels very personal but also i don't know it does does reach down into a deeper place perhaps yeah and i i think you know i'm not unlike heart records heart albums 
there's a lot of variety. There's some rock songs yeah. and there's some sort of tug and cheek, whimsical stuff. And there's also some very, very personal, um, melodic kind of soul searching stuff. So there's all those, all of the above is very much like, in a way, I think, like a hard album because we've, we don't do just kind of one, we tell a lot of different stories. Mm-hmm. We kind of, um, we kind of occupy a few different personas usually in heart music. So I guess, you know, I'm one of those. I belong in the heart band too. So <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got so many bands, I can't even, yeah. I don't even know what to do with them all. But I do feel the heart in this album. So that's... Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Figuratively, literally, everything, always—that's right. right. In all these ways, that's right. I—I <laughs> um, I was especially touched by um, the title track, "You and Me," and um, your story about you know thinking about your your mother. Um, and and I also thought it was interesting that your album's coming out right around Mother's Day. So was that intentional? I know. <laughs> I actually. Uh, when I wrote the song, I wasn't, I did not know yet when it would actually be finished or released. But it's just a, it's beautiful serendipity <laughs> that is coming out for Mother's Day. And that is the title around Mother's Day. And that's the title of the song, a song that um, I had written, a, I had a dream, I had had a dream about my mom. Once in a while, if you have a dream with your mom in it or your mom and dad in it and you wake up and you feel like, oh, that was great. I got to see them. I got to hang out with my mom and dad or my mom, you know, again. Um, and they've they've been long gone, but it's an interesting concept. I thought it would be cool to have a conversation like like in a dream, like in zero gravity, mm-hmm. where you're just communicating with or without actual words spoken, but just through your common DNA in a certain way, because, you know, you, you, they are part of you and you are part of them, just even physically speaking, just in your skin, you know. So it was a, a song where I had this, I wrote this poem about it called you and me and gravity Hmm. um after the dream and i was like it's just so nice to see them so nice to be like you know oh we're doing okay okay it's good to see you you know yeah that's cool (laughs) everybody's okay you know and um and also my collaborator sue ennis for many many years with heart too um she had lost her mom a while back as well and she had a song called follow me which was another sort of a conversation to the mom who you know like follow me and you know we can we can go to this place and we can i'll be there if you're there you know so it's kind of ethereal stuff but yeah um, but it's it's real stuff and um so when Sue had this beautiful piece of music and a melody to go with it. And I thought, well, why don't we combine our two mother mom songs? <laughs> um, and, you know, cause she had words. Yeah. 
I had words. So I said, would you, like, I'm working on all this other stuff for the album, but maybe you could do a hybrid of our two two poems, basically. So she did the work. She's She, she did the homework of uh, combining the two. And I think the way it turned out made it a little bit even more universal because mm. it's, it's the spirit of the mom in your life who, you know, gave you so much and taught you so much and protected you so much um, along the way that, anyway, you know, just overall, I think it worked out yeah. better than one or the other of our two lyrics when it, once they were made, once you made a hybrid out of them. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I have a big smile on my face. That's like, like a really nice um, sentiment and everything. It's funny because sometimes I think about my mom and about all the things she hasn't seen in my life, you know, because I lost her kind of early. And um, and like everything I became after, you know, she was gone that she doesn't know. Do you, do you ever think about that with your mom? I just, I think, um, I think, I don't know. I feel because she's in my skin and because mm. she kind of is she's her spirit is hovering always i believe um that she she knows what's up you know she's yeah. <laughs> she's sort of hanging she's hovering and um i think she gets what's happening that one time i was actually on the on a tour bus and i was i woke up from a dream where my mom was like railing on this woman who had been really cruel to me. And she was like, don't you ever <laughs> do that to my daughter ever again. And I'm like, or I'll, you know, or you'll have, you'll have hell to pay. And she was really like, it was her war face that I recall vividly. And um, I woke up from that dream and I realized, okay, I've, oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm in, uh, I'm in Eugene, Oregon, and Eugene, Oregon, and Oregon City, and many places in Oregon, is exactly where she and a lot of her folks grew up. So I have like tons oh, wow. of relatives <laughs> in in that part of Oregon, right? So like, wow, that was so vivid and that was so real. She knows what I'm going through, and she's protecting me. Wow, and she's threatening this cruel woman that hurt my feelings and I'm in Oregon, you know, so right. it was all of those things put together that yeah. actually made me think three or four more times over, you know, like, wow, this is her spirit. I, I don't believe people just leave. I think the energy that made their spirit continues yeah. because in even scientifically, no, nothing stops, you know, it transforms right you know energy right. wise spiritually wise i think all of the above so maybe just maybe i'm just a dreamy person but <laughs> call me call me a dreamer go ahead that's okay it's but, good <laughs> hey john lennon was so that's right whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if that's that that works for you and that i think everybody yeah. like so many people love that about <clears throat> you so you that know that was such a coincidence 
yeah. or, or not. Yeah, or, or not, not, right? Or not. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hey, thanks for visiting. <laughs> yeah. It was good to see you. Yeah. Thanks for protecting me. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I also really loved your tribute to Eddie Van Halen at the end of the album. Thank and you. it was just like this really beautiful like punctuation um, note at the end. Um, of the project can you just share a little mm-hmm. bit about why you felt the, cre- the need to create that piece and put it in the project oh absolutely um i have a story about eddie that i love to say it's uh a time when we were actually on the same tour with him and we were doing some shows together and he complimented me on my acoustic guitar playing and i was just bowled over because you know <laughs> coming from him yeah yeah um and I, I said well why don't you play more acoustic and he said well i don't really have one I said, <laughs> what you you're like the the maestro of all guitar players on the planet and you don't have an acoustic so i'm g- gonna give you one right now so i gave it to him oh wow and <clears throat> supposedly his first and later, um, at the crack of dawn, he called my hotel room and played me over the phone this amazing piece of music on, on the acoustic I'd given him. And it was just gorgeous. It was a beautiful kind of kind of classical meets rock, you know, like, he, like only he could do. And, um, and it, stuck, it stuck to me all these years. And... After he passed away, I was like, okay, somebody asked me if I would do an instrumental on the album. So hmm. that's that's the instrumental I want to do for, for Eddie and dedicate it to Eddie. So for Edward is, you know, my um, my gift. <laughs> Back to the gift yeah. he gave me. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Were you inspired by him as a player? Oh, everybody was. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> every 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 guitar player in the world wanted to quit as soon as they heard Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, he's just he 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 has such an amazing um, invention of the way of playing. He invented something completely different, out of the box, and then and he also played so so much major chords he played major chords he was not a bluesy player he was a happy player Mm. and you know those those major chords of those major chord progressions were always so uplifting you know and so so unlike a lot of rock music that his positivity and his his you know three mile smile while he played and his whole uh, his whole thrust was just fun and positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really fun energy. Yeah. 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 So I, I I think you know in that way he 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 um he made a big mark on the world because of a lot of it because of his big fun energy with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you self produced this album. Have you stepped into that role before? Like, well, how was that for you? <clears throat> Well, I've, I've, I lo- I'm a studio dog. I really love the process. Of, yeah. You know, I'm not a tech person. I don't run gear very well, but 
I know what I want. I have good ears. I know what I want to hear, and I know how to get what I want to hear. And I know how to. I've done, you know, a lot of co-producing and other producing stuff, but this one I knew would be all from. It would be mine. It's like a freeing aspect of. There's no, not having to fit into a heart format necessarily, or anything that sounds iconically hard or signature heart sounding thing so so i felt free you know about just getting what i want mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'll take it yeah just here's do what you. i want <laughs> but the process yeah. was be a little there was some labor involved i mean i would get a tempo and i would play a part send it to my guy in denver and he would um he would fix it or mix it or and then send it to the drummer in Seattle or the guitar player in Seattle or the keyboard player in Seattle, the bass player in Seattle, who have all been with heart. And so I had these players that I just did a huge heart tour with not so long back. Um, so even though none of us were in the same room at the same time, it was, it's, I think it came off sounding that way. Right. Um, because we'd been playing together for for a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, on the road and, and elsewhere. So in studios, but I knew how I wanted everything to sound. So I, I took the production credit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, as you and should. We passed, <laughs> we passed all the files around until yeah. I was happy with the performance or, or I, or I gave notes on things that I wanted a little bit different. Yeah, and then as well as the final mixes that I would finally approve after the all the parts had been around and around and around the band so many times. Right, you had some really great guests too. Were they all people that you had worked with before, as well? Um, yeah. Well, Liv Warfield for yeah. one thing. <laughs> she was in my my band Roadcase Royale, um, and then Steve. Uh, Sammy Hagar's a, a good buddy for a long time. Um, done some benefits with him and various things with him. And uh, we really get along. He's just funny as hell, you know, person. <laughs> nice. And so, you know, it was a natural for me to say, hey, you owe me one, dude. And and so he, I had this one big rocker that is actually um, not not on the album, but he said, no, nah, that's too obvious. You know, the red rocker sings a big rocker. What else you got? <laughs> so I said, you know, well, okay, this is different. What about the boxer? Which is, you know, yeah. some, something he loves. So he he lent his cool rock attitude um, in, in the choruses of that song. And I thought, I thought it really kind of updated yeah. it in, the, in a very interesting and cool way. The, the energy he's always big energy right so he brought this rock energy to was te- you know technically you would call just a, a beautiful folk song right i love that song anyway so that was cool <clears throat> for you guys that's such a good song <laughs> <laughs> i heard paul simon um had uh the la 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 chorus part i heard that that was a placekeeper <gasps> Really? And and then when he heard it back with all the verses finished, 
He's like, wait a minute, this really works like this. And so hey. he kept it. That's magic. There, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little known fact. Who knew? <laughs> right. Well, I was really excited to see you honored at the She Rocks Awards this year, and um, you know, I, I also had noted so many of the other women that were honored named you as their like role model in, in the industry, mm-hmm. somebody who really inspired them, and I just wondered what you what you thought about that oh you know I've always kind of had mixed feelings in the past about being singled out as a female you know like instead of just like why why is it the best girl guitar player or not just one of the best guitar players you know yeah the non-gender specific kind of a list which you you are on that list too (laughs) (laughs) well you know there's a there's there's too many guitar players to even compare, but um, <laughs> but it, it 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 felt really great because to be honored that way because I thought right now in particular in our culture there are more guitar more girl guitar players picking up guitars more females buying guitars um, and learning how to play guitar than there than men so that there's more. We're out there. We're outnumbering, you know, the, the whole category of male-female in mm-hmm. a way. So mm-hmm. I thought that's cool. I I think, you know, people like Fever Bridgers, Phoebe Bridgers, and there's just so many great um, new talent um, coming out and busting it open. And it's about time because. It feels like the '80s kind of sent us sent us back a touch <laughs> with the, the whole MTV of it all. Yeah, the image making. Yeah, I, I I am with you. I see so many great well, female guitar players, and and also like I love to see just diversity in general. Of yeah, you know, more people approaching making music in the way that is meaningful to them. And, um, no, I know. Yeah. Like, there's there's Saint Vincent, and there's um, um, the you know, oh god, there's so many. Yeah, even her. Like, you know, you see her playing her, <laughs> and uh, it's like so awesome to see somebody kind of in that space. You know, picking up yeah, a guitar. Like there's, yeah, she's more like a performance art. You know, yeah. sort of female female Bowie or something. Yeah, but I just love but to see... But there's room the, for them yeah, all. there's room for them all. I love to see people being creative about how does that fit into their, their musical space, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I, I do think that you have been such a meaningful role model to so many people, men, women, everyone. Like, your playing is so beautiful and so heartfelt. And, um, you know, to see you up there, I've seen heart a few times myself and... I'm a guitar player. I'm like, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Like, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm, I'm a singer-songwriter, guitar player, and uh, you know, I just love it. I just love seeing you play and seeing, you know. I, I actually interviewed you with Liv when you guys were um, touring, and that was fun. And you know, it's it's so great to just oh, see you, you, you know, continuing to create and figure out new. Oh, she got a hard K for this. New ways, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. New ways to share what you love. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting um, aside that 
the guitar that Phoebe Bridgers smashed on SNL. <laughs> yeah. It just sold for 100K. No. <laughs> well, there you go. See? <laughs> People are noticing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not that we're advocating for people smashing their guitars, but uh, yeah, but she donated to the Glad Foundation, which is very cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, congratulations <laughs> again on the new album, you Thank and you. me, and uh, we'll be sharing this and uh, wishing you all the best, all success. Well, thank you, and good luck with your playing. Yeah, thank you. You know, yeah, it's for in. fun. Just for fun. <laughs> for the love is for the best thing. Yeah. 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 Always. Awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, you take care. Thanks, Laura. Thanks Thank a lot. you, Laura. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Cool. Okay. Bye. Take care. <laughs>